0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Mirella and welcome back to Life in Mars. Um, so just pretty, really quickly, um, I'm not in the studio. By studio, I'm in my closet today. My sister is in the bathroom, which is right next to my studio. Um, and I don't feel comfortable recording while she's in there so i'm in the room in on the desk so if you hear anything this room is also kind of echoey so if you hear um a difference in volume or like sounds that's probably what that is It either echoing off of stuff um or just me moving stuff around so don't mind that also with regards to sound um I didn't realize this, so we I've been living here in this apartment for about like two months now, I think it would be. We moved in on November 11th, it is, so like a month and a half. Um, I've been living here for like a month and a half now, and I thought that the walls were pretty thick, um, just because sometimes when... I'm in the room and then my sister's in the living room or kitchen. It's kind of hard to hear what the other person is saying if we're in different rooms. Um, But the other day I was in the bathroom and I straight up heard a baby crying. And I think that the person next door has a baby and I hope that they can't hear me. I think in the closet they probably can just because it's two walls to go through or that's what I'm telling myself in my head. Um, But right now I hope they can't hear and if they can, hey girl, hey, hey boy, hey, hey baby, hey. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to verbally express that really quickly. Um, So let's get right into the episode. So today I woke up in a pretty fantastic mood, I had a lot of energy, um, and I had hunger to get the day going, I was pretty fucking pumped. So I did a light workout, had a good breakfast, showered, gave myself a facial, and I even looked in the mirror and told the person staring back, you're fucking awesome, let's get this shit going! And then if you couldn't tell um, by me using past tense, um, then I got into kind of like a bitchy mood. I was trying to upload a video to YouTube because I found it's something that I enjoy doing. Um, Being able to look back, um, but instead of scrolling through like my camera roll or something like that, just being able to look at a video that I made um, is something that I kind of like and I want to do more of i did a few videos but it wasn't with that like it was kind of with that intention but not exactly um so i want to do a few more and today i was trying to do that but like youtube had different plans the universe had different plans and god had different plans because i wasn't able to upload it so i just took it as a sign was like you know what Well, I didn't take it as a sign. It just kind of made me be in like a fuck this, fuck everything mentality. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to make myself (laughs) a protein shake and eat a piece of toast with cream cheese on it. So that's what I did because I wasn't able to upload it. And it got me into like a really flustered state of mind. And guess what? After eating the protein shake and the piece of toast with cream cheese, I felt so much better and I started brainstorming for this podcast, but it also made me think and question, was I hungry because it was getting to be around the time of noon? Um, or am I emotionally eating? So then I looked up emotional eating and it said the facts inc- or factors, facts. <laughs> the factors included number one, um, what was it? Retreating from social support during times of emotional need. Check. I retreat no matter what is going on. And fun fact about me, when I'm going through it, I want to be left alone. I'm very much a solitary person. Um, I like to marinate myself and my feelings and just not have anyone bother me, Um I might talk about this a little bit more, but I think it's that uh, like people haven't, I haven't felt comfortable enough to like feel what I'm feeling. And that's the way that I get over things just by like saturating myself. or I think it's called like flooding, just making myself, like if I'm sad, making myself extra sad. Um, and it, it just kind of like makes me get over it because I'm like, oh, okay, that's a, that's a lot of emotion. Anyway, let's move on. Um, so that's usually how I deal with things. Um, so retreating from social support, double check. Um, And then number two was not engaging in actions that might otherwise relieve stress, sadness, and so on. So this isn't something that I really do. I don't think it's, um, I think for the most part, I push myself to do different things. So like not engaging in activities, not a check for me. Number three, um, not understanding the difference between physical and And emotional hungry, hunger, hungry, (laughs) emotional hunger. So that's a check as discussed in my last episode. My mind-body connection sucks and I don't know how to tell um, when I'm like physically hungry, when it's time for me to eat. So that's a check. And then for me not being able to tell the difference between emotional and uh, physical hunger, emotional hunger, I don't know what that is. Like I don't know how to identify that and I don't know if that's because one, I I physically, like I emotionally eat and I've just never identified that feeling or if it's that I don't emotionally eat. So I don't know what that feeling is like. And then number four was negative self-talk and it being a cycle for eating, which again, doesn't really apply to me. I mean, I do engage in negative self-talk, but it's not that deep, or at least that's what I tell myself. Like, I think it's kind of like a little thing I have going for myself with myself, (laughs) So it's not that deep. Um, and it's definitely not a cycle for eating or overeating or anything associated with food. at least I don't think it is. I mean, to a certain extent, I feel like I do have some emotional eating, but I feel like it's normal. It's not like a pattern for me. It's just kind of like a, like something just like a, like I feel like it's more on the normal side. So in conclusion, I don't think that I wasn't like, eating emotionally and that's why I felt like better right as soon as I ate. I don't think that that was the case. But then the next thing that got in my head was I was like, okay, so it's not emotional eating, so like what is it? And I was like, am I bipolar? question mark. Um so again, I looked it up the symptoms and some fit and some didn't, just like with emotional eating. But to be honest, I feel like the bipolar Diagnosis, Not diagnosis. The bipolar symptoms are like the way just what I was reading on bipolar had more of a fit than like the emotional eating. So I, like low key, I'm kind of like, am I bipolar? If I am, though, I don't think I have like, uh, like a severe case. I feel like it's more on the mild side. But I also, from what I've heard, I don't think it's bipolar being so much that you're like, I mean, it can be from one second to another, you're switching emotions, but it's more like episodes. So it's more like um, people feeling really down for no reason for like weeks or months and then being super happy for like weeks or months, Um, which lately I feel like kind of fits the bill for me. Um, but I don't think it's enough of a pattern yet for me to be like, I'm bipolar. So I'm going to go with a no for now. Um, but anyways, the whole point of me sharing this is that this me um, being like, oh, and me not being able to identify feelings or like why I'm feeling it and then trying to figure out what it is, is a pattern for me to or it being a pattern of mine that I'm don't really know what's going on in my head, especially with emotions. Um, So in the spirit of the new year, okay, so in the spirit of the new year um, and with traditionally like New Year's resolutions and stuff like that, I want to partake in them. I think that New Year's resolutions, whether they're at the beginning of the year, just literally any time is a good idea to check yourself um, to see what it is that you want to work on and whatnot. So I'm going to do that. And this year, I want to be able to understand myself better and I want to be able to see myself more clearly. I feel like I'm pretty self-aware when it comes to my behavior or guessing how I'm going to act or react to something, but emotionally, I feel like I'm kind of out of touch with identifying what makes me feel certain things. So basically, I don't really know how to identify the why behind the emotions that I'm feeling. And with me being able to see myself more clearly, I feel like I don't know who I am very much. And I feel like this is something that's been a struggle of mine for a while and I don't know if this is like a just a general common thing that people feel again because I don't talk to people um but this is something that I've been feeling for a while not being able to know who I am and I feel like it's it's not that it's important but like it's well it kind of is important but it's also like like a pressure from society like I don't want to label it as that but that's what I'm thinking of so like a pressure from society to like know who you are Um, So whenever people ask like, oh, oh my gosh, I don't know if you can hear it. There's a blender going on in the back, but honestly, I don't give a fuck anyway. So what was I saying? My God, the blender just really killed my train of thought. I feel like I know what I was talking about. It's like at the tip of my tongue, but I can't like express it. What was it? It was... I label it as societal pressure to identify who you are and so when people ask like who are you or like say three things about you (laughs) and like it's expected that you're supposed to be like people would label me as nice people would label me as like quirky or stuff like that like my initial I've never said this but my initial instinct is to say I'm everything um I feel like I'm nice, but I'm also mean. I'm smart, but I'm also like dumb in ways. And then I'm emotional, but I'm also like not at all. So for the longest time, I've always felt like I'm kind of the polar opposite of things within myself, if that makes sense. So I feel like I'm both extremes or like extremes of different, um, like two ends of a stick in one (laughs) i don't know how else to describe it but i feel like i've like had that like polarity if that's a word um of me just feeling like a lot of things so when people do ask um i don't know what to say just because i'm like oh i'm kind of this but i'm also the opposite i'm like the opposite but not 100 percent. so it's kind of somewhere in the middle but it doesn't feel like i'm just like mediocre it feels like i'm the extremes, not like extreme extremes, but like if it were to be a spectrum, I would bounce between like both 75%, I feel like somewhere around there. I don't know if that made sense. It makes sense in my head, but I don't know if it's making sense the way I'm saying it. But anyway, yeah, I don't really know myself and I rely. Or I've tried to rely on like external input, but because I don't talk to people, um, I try to act as a third-party observer within myself. So, within like the way that I like do stuff, the way that I behave and stuff, I try to look at it from like an outside perspective, which, as you can imagine, doesn't always work a hundred percent of the time, and it leads me back to square one because. Because I do do the whole like polar stuff. I feel like when I'm trying to see what I look like on the outside, or like from an out third party, third party, or like a third person perspective. I feel like I see both extremes, so I'm like, oh, some people might say this, but at the same time some people might say that, and I feel like that's the way I view myself too. Um, I feel like sometimes like if I'm doing a project, I'm like, oh, this is really good, but I'm, but there's another part of me that's like, oh, but like it could be better or like maybe it's not that great. Um, and then with like work, I feel like I feel like I'm a hard worker, but at the same time I also feel lazy. And I like feel both of those equally and they clash, obviously. Um, I don't think I can be both in certain circumstances. Obviously, when it comes to mean and nice, I feel like, yeah, and that's I feel like that's kind of more of the extent of like human humans. Um, but when it comes to like working hard and like being lazy, I feel like in general, there has to be some type of pattern with the way that I'm I like work or the way that I do things, and I don't know what that pattern is because the way that I look at it is from like an outsider. So I see it equally, like good and bad, all the time. Um, so I don't know, like actually looking at myself, what it would be. Um, so I want to be able to look at myself more clearly, or at least understand myself a little bit better. Um, just one second, my laptop is at 5%, but because I'm on my desk, I can plug it in, so, what the fuck is plugged into, oh, whoop. the mic is plugged into my <laughs> laptop, I was about to unplug it, oh my gosh, um, yeah, so I was on New Year's resolutions, and I, me being able, wanting to understand myself a little bit better, and then also on New Year's resolutions, I want to be less of a bitch, <laughs> so I found that, I'm really nice to other people, to people that I don't know. But when it comes to like my mom or some of the people that I'm closer to, I feel like I can be a little bitchy and snap a little. I do this mostly with my mom. And when it comes to like, I feel like I've, I do this more when it comes to repeating myself um, or feeling forced to do stuff or help when I don't want to, um... And so I feel like it's, kind. I don't want to, I don't know if it's a defense mechanism, me like, we're like going to anger so that she can like go away. But that's, I think that that's what I do. Um, I get angry so that she'll like leave um, and she doesn't, but then I'm like flustered for no reason. And the way that I think that I'll do this, achieve this goal of not being such a fucking bitch is <laughs> to check myself by taking a minute to just breathe and ask myself if what's going on, if the event or what's being asked of me, if it warrants the emotion that I'm giving off, which most of the time it hasn't. I feel like I've been more aware of this recently. And by recently, I mean within the last month that I get like upset and then I'm like whoa I was like upset like too upset for what just happened and then afterwards now I'm starting to feel guilty which I'm like oh hopefully that means change um but for now I'm starting to feel like guilty and I'm I'm starting to check myself a little bit more and like just like I said taking the time to like breathe take a minute to relax and being like you know what like I have to repeat myself again but like we're just gonna do (laughs) just like go through it um and this isn't about like masking how I feel it's more about reflecting what's actually happening um and then I think this will also help me with being more in the moment because I'll be reacting to what's actually going on and not like whatever is in the background of my mind which is why I think I get upset um just because if it's if it's something like repeating myself Um, I don't feel listened to so I'm bringing in all of the other times that I don't feel listened to instead of just this incident so yeah I want to work on that and then another thing that is related to this but it can also stand on its own is I want to improve my communication skills (laughs) so it's very much related to this Um, but it's also like its own separate thing Um, so I want to go a little bit into like background I guess So I knew, and I know growing up and now, that my family sucks at communicating, no one says what they're feeling in the moment, if someone says something, there's pressure for everyone else to agree, at least verbally, Um, so there's a lot of, like, ass-kissing, and there is also a lot of, like, little backhanded arguments, laptop, anyway, so there's also, oh, damn, I turned the mic so I was kind of off of it. Okay. So um, there's also a little, like, a lot of backhanded arguments and, like, discussing, blowing. I don't want to say blowing things out of proportion because there's not, like, big arguments, um, but everything's, like, under the table. Everything's, like, a little jab. <laughs> so, yeah, it always feels like there's, like, the arguments or discussions. It's always more than what's being stated. It feels like there's a lot of like repression, um, lack of openness and stuff like that. And to a certain extent, I thought I was better at communicating than them. And now I still think I am a little bit, but I don't think that I'm as good as I thought I was. And again, in the spirit of the new year, I'm trying to change things. I'm trying to like better myself, not just because it's a new year, but because I just want to do it just to do it. So recently I've come to realize that um, I'm not as good as communicating as I thought. I'm not like that much better at communicating than them. And for the longest time, I thought that me being aware of what was going on or like me being able to identify people being upset over something other than was what was being discussed so basically me being able to label things I thought that that was like good enough or that that was a not that it was good enough but I thought that that was like a representation that if I was able to identify it, it's because I've overcome it which is literally not the case at all so um so yeah I have trouble expressing myself because of one fear of being seen or open so i've never really practiced how to verbalize what i'm feeling or thinking um and i want to work on that and i think that this podcast will help me with that just because of the nature of it i'll be talking a lot um so hopefully i'll be able to like form my thoughts and feelings a little bit better Um, just with practice of doing this every day or not every day but like every week (laughs) and then also just like coming up with different ideas and like what goes with what Um, so I think that'll be really helpful and then another thing again is just taking the time for right now I think I want to focus on the relationship with my mom just taking the time to really understand her where she's coming from and then keeping in mind the like the things that I want to work on or that I need to work on, my faults when it comes to communication and then also her faults and the things, I don't, I don't think she wants to work on them, but like some of the things she can work on. <laughs> so just keeping both of those things in mind um, so that I know how much to push or how much not to um or like where to push and where not to and then also for her I think it'll be beneficial if I sit down with her and like let her know like you probably already know this but like um these are the things like mostly when it comes to me and communicating I feel like one when it comes to like discussing or like arguing I tend to like go for more of the anger phase and then I just check out (laughs) And so like, that's an important thing for her to know. Cause like once I'm, once I'm checked out, like she's having a conversation by herself and like other people too. It's not just with my mom. They're having a conversation with themselves at that point, no matter what they tell me, I'm like gone. Like I might as well not even be in the room anymore. I've just like completely, um, disengaged with the conversation and I I, that's something that I want to work on and it's something that I know that I need to work on and I think it's important for her if we're gonna have conversations for her to know that and then it's also important for me to know where my mom's like um, faults are which I'm not going to express them here that's for me to know and move forward (laughs) with that for communicating I feel like the the two biggest things or the way that I'm breaking it down in my mind for communicating is expressing which I know that I fucking suck at for multiple reasons and then listening or like receiving I guess and I feel like when it comes to communicating listening apart from me checking out like if I'm not checked out or if I'm in the conversation (laughs) Like fully aware of what's being said and everything, I feel like uh, listening is probably my strongest things within communication, um, and I feel like I'm pretty good at listening to what people are saying and then listening to the way that people are saying things to like really get the full message, the full picture of what they're actually saying, uh, regardless of their communication skills and I'm just realizing that now I think that might be because of how shitty like my family's communication skills are that I've had to rely on other things and just like face value of the words that people are saying because I know personally I feel like I rely more on how people say things versus what they're saying Um, and I just realized that now I think that that's like a learned behavior like a learned thing from me trying to still have some form of communication or like being able to understand people. I think that's it. So those are my two main New Year's resolutions. And then the side slash basic or the more basic New Year's resolutions would be um, me eating healthier and working out. (laughs) That's something I wish for every day. And these are more, I think yeah, these are more basic stuff. These are things that I like try to do every year. I feel like this year, these uh, two or three that I have written down here, those are a little bit more tangible just because I've already been doing them. And I feel like even within the past few years, there's stuff that I've already been working on. It's just, I'm taking a little bit longer to do. Um, So that's fine. I feel like I'm getting a little bit better at eating healthier and like listening to my body a little bit better obviously I still have a lot of work to do um, but it is something that's getting easier for me to do Um, and then also with working out I feel like I've been doing it a little bit more consistently not with COVID um, but now I'm starting to pick it up again so that's one of my basic goals. And another basic goal is me being able to do the splits. Um So stretching and stretching on a regular basis is going to be really important to do that. I've already begun to do that. I feel like I'm like, I'm not like super close, but I'm pretty fucking close. Um, I think that I have just a hand from the ground. So I'm like a hand away from the ground. Um, and then another thing, the last third basic slash side resolution of mine is to get my license and learn how to drive. Earlier this year, I got my permit and I have been practicing. Um, and I feel like I'm getting a little bit better, but I'm still not 100% comfortable with like turning lanes or like looking at um, particularly the right mirror. That's the one I'm still struggling with. And then obviously I haven't gone on the freeway yet. But (laughs) so yeah, so I'm not ready to take the the driving test, but it is something that I'm hoping to achieve within the first few months, hopefully the first month of 2021. Um and then those are like I said, those are things that I've already been working on a little bit. So I feel like those are like more tangible new year's resolutions and then these are like less tangible ones or just things that I'm hoping for a little bit more I still haven't gotten into like the oh I'm doing this this and this to do that or like these are the things that I have to do so I'm still not like fully they're not fully visualized yet um but those things are number 1 saving money because I want a fat ass bank account <laughs> And I also want to be able to do stuff more freely. Um, So saving money, number one. Uh, Number two is exploring more slash taking myself on little weekend getaway trips, which goes hand in hand with money, but it doesn't have to because there are things around here um, that I can't explore without wasting so much money or like spending so much money. Um, So I want to do more of those. Obviously, COVID restrictions permitting and me using my brain to see if something is a good idea or a bad idea given the circumstances that we're in and then thirdly getting out more and meeting people obviously this is a post-covid post-vaccine activity slash resolution so hopefully it will happen in 2021 based on like covid vaccine you best believe i'm gonna fucking get that vaccine as soon as i can And then, um, another thing is also me, hopefully in 2021, also just if everything else is okay, just based on like the courage that I'll have to do that. Um, and I'm not trying to go out and like share my life story with everyone, but I do want to talk a little bit more to people, go out, make a few friends, (laughs) go visit my one friend. Um, I don't know what I was saying right there, I can't read it. Sometimes when I write, I can't read it because I'm writing so fast. I've had this issue in school too. Um, Sometimes I would have to go back and rewrite my notes just because then if I'm not able to read it, at least I'm able to kind of remember what was being said just based on like context clues from the notes that I can read. I'll be able to puzzle it together for myself (laughs) or fill it in with like notes from uh, reading and stuff. But yeah, right now I have zero idea what I wrote there. Oh, okay, so I have this little note. So also in communication. <laughs> okay, so I was ghosting my surgeon for my gallbladder removal for a little bit now. Well, first of all, I had the the like appointment with her when I started this podcast. So this was episode. It's like five weeks ago. Um, and she had mentioned that the like scheduling person would contact me and like, they, they didn't like a whole month passed, and no one contacted me. And this was when like COVID was starting to ramp up again a little bit. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe they're like not doing this anymore because it is, it isn't like an emergency surgery. Like it's not like it, it is something that I'll need to do, but it's not like immediate, um, especially given the circumstances. So I thought that it was something that they might've put on like the back burner or they would, um, contact me whenever it was safe to do it again. Or like maybe, I don't know. I was like, oh, maybe they're like hospitals, like really full. So I don't know their life. So I was just like, okay, duly noticed, probably not that important anyway. And so the scheduler called me last week or like the week before, um, and I didn't answer because I was at work, but Then I was honestly going to ghost her. (laughs) I was just going to be like, oh, maybe I won't do the surgery. And then then a few things happened. And then today I tried calling the scheduler back. And she's out on vacation. And she's not back until like the 4th of January. So that's kind of related to communication. But it's something I need to do. Not ghosting people, especially... When it comes to health and wellness, which I think that this surgery would fall under, um, or at least I'm saying it does. So that's all that matters. So yeah, and then it's because it is the holiday time, Christmas just passed, New Year's is up and coming. I feel like I'm going to release this episode on New Year's Eve. So anyway, I want, in the spirit of the holidays, <laughs> I want to immortalize this, um, because so i want to just immortalize this because i want to remember it um but also i didn't take any videos um so i just want to put this into my brain put this into my like future self for notes for reference for receipts um and it's the tragedy that these last two holiday seasons have been last year i was studying abroad (laughs) And I was in Barcelona and um, I had during this Christmas time, I had the option. Well, I didn't really have the option, but I gave myself the option to either go home for the holidays or to go to Italy for a week because um, I didn't have money to do both of those things. So you best believe I chose Italy. Um, I was like, you know what? I've never been to Italy. It's been on my bucket list for years and years and years. And I was like, I'm going to see my family soon enough anyway, just because I would would be going home at the end of January anyways. So I was like, you know what? What's like a few extra weeks of just not seeing them? Um, And so I decided to stay in Spain for the holidays and I stayed by myself initially i i kind of wanted to hang out with some of the people that were in the program with me but important to know everyone else that was in the program either flew back home um or they had their family fly to them so no one was like really alone and me being me i didn't reach out to anyone and i wasn't like hey so i'm like family less for the holidays can i like Hang out with you. I didn't do that. One, because I didn't want to be vulnerable and be like, hey, so like this is really sad, but I'm going to spend Christmas alone. Can I spend it with you? Um, and then number two is also that the year before last year, so 2018, I think it was 2018, 2018 for Thanksgiving, I didn't go home either. Um and that was just because we had a f- we didn't have a full week off and I didn't want to go so I was I studied in or I went to the University of California, so UCSB in Santa Barbara. Um and I am from Northern California, which is like a 6-hour drive. Um But no one was going to be able to pick me up. So I was, well, actually, that's a lie. Probably someone would have picked me up, but I honestly didn't want to do that trip. I didn't feel like socializing with my family. Um, And so I stayed home alone in the apartment all by myself. And it was honestly such a great time. I was living my best life. I watched a bunch of movies by myself, cooked dinner for myself, um, and then had facials and just a bunch of fun stuff by myself. So, I thought it would be just as fun to spend like Christmas and New Year's by myself while being abroad. Um and I wanted to experience that and what better of a time to be alone for the holidays? Like what better of an excuse than like, oh, sorry, I can't afford it. I'm just going to stay here all by myself and like have a boohoo holiday. Um but I was really like oh, I'm so excited for this to be alone. And come holidays, it wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. It was low-key kind of fucking depressing. I spoke with my family. <laughs> I spoke with my family uh, in the morning of both of those days because of the time change. And then I think it was in the morning. Oh, no, I spoke with them at like night-night. Um, but it wasn't like midnight. Oh. oh, my gosh, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. I either spoke with them in the morning or at night. I can't remember. And it was kind of depressing. I wanted to go out and like explore the city because they had obviously fireworks and a bunch of other stuff. But like everyone else was in groups of family and I didn't want to be the only person to be alone. So I like bitched out and I stayed in the apartment, which honestly was probably the worst decision. I feel like it would have been better for me to go out and like explore. I could have probably met someone else that was also alone for the holidays, spent time with them. But now I stayed by myself. I went to church. I did both of those days because while abroad, I was also like, you know what? I want to better my relationship with God. Um, so I went to church both of those days, but that was pretty early. That was like like seven um, or six or something. Um, and then I went home, cooked dinner for myself, watched movies, but the vibe just wasn't there. If you want to see me instantly regretting it. I do have a video up on YouTube. My name is Mariella Martinez. You can try to look for it that way. I don't think that it'll pop up. It has like three views. <laughs> so, so it won't be easy to find, but you can if you want. And then this year, obviously with COVID and everything, um, we had plans before. Before we knew the extent of COVID, um, so still no. So for Thanksgiving we did get together, um, but then with that is with my like my cousins and and stuff like that we did get together. And then after Thanksgiving that's when stuff started ramping up again, and so we decided that it'd be best to not get together for Christmas, and so we didn't. We had a plan to stay here, make tamales, other food, and then. Our fucking stove stopped working. <laughs> I think there was like a fuse or I don't know what it's called. There was like an electrical circuit. I don't know. Some something. The point is that this one burner was out and we were like, oh, shit. OK. And then Christmas Day, the rest of the, the Christmas Day, the other another burner went out and then the whole stove just stopped working oven and everything because it's electrical. And then, like, th- luckily, someone from maintenance came on Christmas Eve. This was Christmas Eve, by the way. I'm just saying Christmas Day because that's when we celebrate But Christmas Eve, um, someone came to fix it. And so they were able to fix two of the burners and the oven. And then they had to order parts to fix the other two burners. And so... We could have, I guess, had a fucking Christmas dinner like we normally would, Um, but it was already like midway through the day and we were like, you know what, effort, we're at a zero. So we had fucking tuna salad for dinner on Christmas Eve and then (laughs) on Christmas Day, we had an American Christmas this year because on Christmas Day, that's when we made tamales and a bunch of other stuff. I feel like that was a way longer explanation than that needed to be. Um, I may or may not cut that shit out. We shall see. But that's been the last two depressing holiday seasons. And then for New Year's, we're spending it alone too, probably, which is so sad. I will be drinking a lot. Well, that was my goal to drink. to drink in low-key blackout on christmas eve slash christmas day but it didn't really happen i feel like i ate too much so then i was really full and i didn't want to drink that many mixed drinks and we have vodka which the only thing i could do with vodka shots wise is like a lemon drop um but the vodka we have isn't really that good and then the tequila that we got was ass we got like one of the cheaper ones and it tastes really good in like a mixed drink. So like in a, a, cantarita, a cantarita, I just said cantarito and margarita together. So in a cantarito, it tastes really fucking good. It's probably the one of the better tasting tequilas I've had with a cantarito, but for shots, it's just not it. It was so bad. Me and my sister took one shot of it and we were like, never again. And I like tequila. So that's saying something but the point is we didn't black out that day and so I kind of want to black out for New Year's um but we'll see we'll see so that's it um that was another episode of Life in Mars please stay tuned for the next episode if you like what I'm saying the way that I'm saying it or you just want to know more about me stay tuned for next week And this is Mars signing off.